ready? Got chucks on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself. I'm so pretty. Welcome to episode 252 of the world's greatest super duper extra awesome I put a logo out but can't do a podcast in a month head to head coast to coast this weekend pinball straight down the middle podcast I'm your host Canada this is going to be a fun episode we've got a lot that happened this week in the world of pinball we're going to have maybe a special guest Captain Obvious Marty from head to head pinball might be joining the show every once in a while to chime in with some obvious statements so wait for those but we have to talk about the fact that we are at the end of July in the world of pinball and tomorrow marks August 1st now here's what's interesting and we talk a lot about the amount of pinball machines in the pinball marketplace all right tomorrow is August 1st and come August in the entire month I want to read for you the list of pinball machines that are going to be vying for your pinball dollars and let's let's not say this industry is not saturated so we've got Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle we are going to see and I'm giving you this here on Canada's Pinball Podcast, Deadpool will be revealed in the month of August. Um, that will happen. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean is on the production line. Monster Bash Remake is going to be revealed finally. Iron Maiden is still hot on the presses. The Pinball Mafia from Pinball Team Pinball that uh, I don't know if they're going to sell a single one of that. Um, Houdini Pinball is is still on the line at American Pinball, Total Nuclear Annihilation, and Thunderbirds. And that's not even mentioning all the other new-in-box games you can go buy from Stern, and then all of the used games that are out there on the market. So what does that mean? It means one thing. Your game has to be pretty goddamn good to find pinball buyers in 2018. All right, But let me back up a little bit because there's a lot of games. And it's a good time to be in pinball. I mean, I think we're all excited that there are so many pinball machines available in the pinball world. And look, if you're going to buy one of these games, what are you going to buy? Hey, Marty, which one are you going to buy? Are you going to buy a Stern? If I want a Stern... I'll, I'll get another stern. Okay, cool. Marty, it's, it's your prerogative, man. All right, so before I go into the main news item this week, which is Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, Jack Danger and Dead Flip, they went over to Benton, Wisconsin and streamed it for us last night. I'm going to give you my thoughts on the good, the bad, and the ugly of what I saw yesterday. I just want to say that on my last podcast, I seem to have ruffled some feathers when I said that there aren't many unbiased pinball reviewers out there in the world and that when people have to go buy a machine... We really don't have a lot of information to go on if we haven't played the games at the show. Now, I want to do a little Mia Copa and say, look, I, I didn't mention Straight Down the Middle podcast and, and YouTube channel that does great pinball reviews. And Greg and Zach over there, you guys know who they are. Um, I didn't attack them personally. And what I was saying was basically in all other entertainment industries, right? Movies, video games, you name it, automotive. There are usually a lot of media channels that will give us a review before we have to go hand over our money. And it's really hard to get that in pinball. And I didn't mean to take anything away from that show. I watched that show. I think the show is great. 
Um, it's probably the best in-depth review of pinball machines that we get. The challenge in pinball is this, and this is the reality, it's really hard to be unbiased because if you're going to slam a game and you're going to say the honest truth about a game, there is a very good chance that a lot of manufacturers will just stop talking to you, that they won't get back to you. So, you know, it's one thing if you're going to say something, you know, somewhat constructively criticizing Stern games, I think they'll still communicate with you. But when you get a company like American Pinball and you say like, and, and, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm down on Houdini. I don't think it shoots very well. I don't think the layout's great. If I say that, you know what happens, Josh Kugler? And, the, and American pinball people, they stop responding to my emails. They don't want to come on the show. They simply just ignore uh, my entire podcast. Uh, the same thing happens with Stern. I mean, look at me. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty fair on all of my pinball assessments, and Stern just blacklists me. Yet they'll let everyone over there go on to the other podcast, and that's that's simply because this is the only one that doesn't hold punches. And, and, and that's just the way we do it. So, But look, I appreciate what those guys do. And I, I just wish we could get more reviews of games um, before people are asked to pay for their money. Now, that's a good segue into Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle and the Dead Flip stream. Because for a lot of people out there, this was the first time we've actually seen extended gameplay footage of this game. And we saw the reveal of this game at TPF, which was a few months ago. And now we're finally seeing more and more of the code. Because when the game was shown at TPF, there really was no code. It was very Spartan. It was actually a really weird time to reveal the game. I don't think Chuck should have revealed it then. I think it makes no sense to pull the curtain off of a game when your code is so early on. Uh, but for some reason, he wanted to do it. I think he was trying to get ahead of a lot of other games that were supposed to be revealed at the same time. Because he would have got lost in Iron Maiden and Monster Bash Remake. But anyway, that's all water under the bridge. So July 30th, we finally get to see extended footage of um, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Now, let me give you my thoughts on the stream. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, so here, let's start with the good. I think the animations on this game are stellar. I, I think Spooky and team have done an amazing job creating animations, this sort of cartoon uh, comic book style artwork that actually reflects the artwork that is on the cabinet and the play field. I just want to say, I think that's great. And I think it looks really good. And I think it's one of the best um, animations I've seen on a new pinball machine. So kudos for all the hard work that went into that. I think the light show on the game is also awesome. I think during the different modes, I was loving uh, the visual light show effect that takes place on the game. And that also leads me to the art and the sculpts and the overall appearance of this game. I mean, if you look down on this game, uh, if you were to put uh, America's Most Haunted, Rob Zombie, and then Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, I think it's hard to deny that they are progressing significantly in creating a visually stunning game. And I, I think this is easily the best-looking spooky game by far. I would put this game next to any uh, other manufacturer games out there, and it, it does. It does hold, uh, you know, it, its own when it comes to art and display. So that, I think, is another awesome thing. Um, the music in the game. 
the music in the game is really great for pinball. I mean, I am not the biggest Alice Cooper fan, but I have to say there were so many songs in this game that were just fun and campy and have the perfect energy for pinball. And I can see why they wanted to make an Alice Cooper pinball machine. Uh, there was this one song, I don't even know the name of it, it was so quirky, like... Um, Bowen was like holding the flipper and they were all just like dancing for like 25 minutes or like 20 minutes to it. It was awesome. Like it was like that kind of fun campy music is exactly what pinball needs. All right. I actually think this music is much better than Iron Maiden music. I still can't warm up to Iron Maiden music. I I, I can't. Um, the Magnus save in this game is freaking awesome. Like the ball goes down the out lane and then the Magnus grabs and throws it back up. I just thought that is exactly what more and more pinball machines need. Um, it's not the first time it's been done in a game. I think it was in GoldenEye, uh, but also a very, very cool thing to watch. All right, so I thought the game, you know, that's the good. That is the good. Let's get to the bad. Um, I think the callouts in this game, still to me, are really head scratching because it just sounds like Alice Cooper is talking in this boring fashion. And I know that Chuck and Company said, well, that's how he like talks when he does certain things. I know that, but you've got to direct him better. You've got to tell him, like, look, this is a pinball machine, and pinball machines need callouts that are much more energetic. And what to me the the biggest issue was like his mundane way of doing the callouts just clashes with the high energy of his voice when he's singing. And I really think they should have had him be more of an energetic MC throughout the game and not such a mundane sort of style. But that is that. Um, the other bad I have here, and this is probably the thing that I will talk the most about, it's just the layout of the game. And I still think that this game has a lot of tight shots. I mean, we see it in the stream left and right. These are some of the best players out there in pinball, and it's just brick, 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 you know, and... You know, I, I don't know. Is is it just me or is it maybe it's because the shots are not where I expect them to be? Marty, are the shots where you expect them to be? You need to adjust your play style because these shots aren't where you expect them to be. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no denying that this opens the door for probably one of the biggest debates about this game, and it's not just this game. I think this game and Houdini have really got people debating on tight shots versus fun, tight shots versus frustrating, and tight shots when it comes to long-term playability of the game. And here's where it's always breaking down for me, is I keep hearing people like Roto Dave on another one of his Who Gives a Shit Odysseys always saying the same thing is, the, sh the shots are tight, but they're makeable. We always hear that. They're tight, but they're makeable. And I'm so sick of that freaking phrase. Like, okay, wait, shut up. Like, when people say that, I just wish we could slap them in the freaking face. They're tight but makeable. Here's the reality. As I want you guys to ask yourselves, the best pinball machines of all time, the best pinball designers of all time, the best pinball games of all time, do they have a lot of really tight shots? Does George Gomez design games with tons of tight shots that are frustrating? Does Pat Lawler do that? right? Did John Papaduke do that? No. We go down the list of like the best games like Monster Bash, Medieval Madness, you know, Twilight Zone, you know, these games, Adam's Family, the shots are makeable. Pinball is hard enough. It is hard enough that you don't need to put 
tight shot next to tight shot next to tight shot because I really do. I really do think when you make a game where it's just brick, 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 and the feeling when you play it is that you got more lucky than you did, uh, you know, than you utilized your skill, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy it. Now, look, I'm not saying that this game is like uh, a, a brick fest that you won't enjoy because I haven't played it. I just have an observation from watching the stream that they designed the game too tight. And, and I think if they had eliminated one shot and opened up each shot just a little bit more, you'd get much more flow. Because that's the takeaway I got when I was watching the stream, is it, it feels like this isn't a game with flow because the game, the ball's always bricking back at you or, or rattling around in, the, in, in wherever the shot is you're trying to hit. Um, and there's not like, it's not like a trap and shoot kind of game. Uh, and that to me is like, when you're designing a pinball machine, I think you need to make a decision, like what kind of game do you want to be? And I, I just, I, I, I don't know the solution. And part of me looks at the game and, and, I, and I kind of felt this way when I first played it, was there's so many posts instead of targets where each shot is. And so when you miss your shot, you don't hit a target, you just hit a post, which is not rewarding. And that's the other part is, at least they should have made those posts into targets and at least had um, misses still mean something. And, 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 it, and, and I, it, it just doesn't, all right? But look, look, if you're someone out there like Roto Dave, who's so goddamn good, and he'll get rid of a pin if it's too easy because then he, it's moving on to the next home. He really likes it tough and hard and, and, and you know, tight shots. Um, if you're someone who wants a game to be really challenging, then you'll like this game. I mean, it's not easy. We saw some of the best players on it, you know, struggling to get through at certain times. Um, yes, over time, you will learn how to shoot a game. I mean, on your first plunge, you're not going to be a master of this game. Um, but I think that for the most part, and I think most of you out there, pinball is hard enough to keep the ball alive, to get through the game, to get through the code. You know, you've got to get to all these monsters in the castle. It's hard enough that you don't want the game to constantly be punishing you because the shots are overly tight. And that's just my assessment on pinball. I don't like games that are way too tight and are always bricking the ball back, all right? All right. The other thing in terms of, this is not bad, this is just an observation, is the castle covers like a third of the play field. I always feel like the ball is disappearing in this game. Like it's going underneath this monstrosity castle and all these plastics and you're always losing um, your ability to see where the ball is. Uh, and, you know, if you look at a game like Monster Bash or a game like any of this, you know, Iron Maiden is a good example. You never lose where the ball is. Like you're, you're always watching it and its trajectory. And I think that losing sight of the ball does break up um, some of the enjoyment. All right. Let's go on to the ugly. The ugly was there were technical issues at the beginning of the dead flip stream, and apparently they had just put new code into the game, and I hear that machine was built that day. So not only was the machine crashing when they first did the stream, uh, but there was also a problem with one of the flippers that kept cutting out. And, and I heard, I, see, it was weird to me because I, I almost forgot they were streaming this and I went on later at night. I think it was like almost like 9, 9.30 and I was shocked to see it was still live. So apparently there was almost like an hour delay. 
So for those of you who tuned in at the very beginning, you were met with nothing but technical difficulties, which has now led them to not upload the stream because they don't want people to see the technical difficulties difficulties that occurred. Now look, this is a brand new game, brand new code. Um, they probably should not have put up a game that they didn't test, you know, for a few days to make sure everything is kosher with it. Um, I talk a lot about pinball marketing, you know me, and, and again, like this is just like a rookie mistake. Like you don't put something out there in the world that you haven't tested if this is going to be people's first experience with seeing your hard work. Um, but again, I don't fault them. I don't think it's like a big deal. I don't think people out there will fault them. There was like 400 people watching the stream live. Okay, 400, which is a little bit less than the amount of games they're actually going to make. And we know like 399 of those people are coming from Pinside. People know Pinball. They know this company. They know this is still a prototype. They know this game is not going to go in a box. They know Charlie's not going to ship you broken machines. Spooky's had a great track record of shipping games that work. So I don't think anyone is going to is going to be like, "Oh no, like their quality's gone to shit." I don't think any of that's going to happen. I'm also sad they're not uploading the stream because they they had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun playing this game. There's a lot of great moments that outweighed the bad moments. So I think it's unfortunate that people who missed it aren't going to be able to see that. All right. All right. Let me give my overall opinion about the game. My overall opinion is this. This is the best looking, best looking spooky pin by far. Um, I still think design is spooky's weakest point. I think they now have like raised the bar on their animations, on their artwork. I still think the design is the Achilles heel of this company. And I still think Charlie should take a back seat to design and let someone else design games because I just don't think the design is on the same level of the rest of the games. And it's almost like the design is holding these games back from being great. And I know that's hard thing for him to probably do, but I just think they need to get better design to complement the rest of the stuff, which has really, in my opinion, advanced over at Spooky. And artwork, this is my other opinion, artwork continues to be almost like the most important thing you need to sell a pinball machine, um, oh, even more than design. And I think my overall assessment of this hobby is that's, that's unfortunate and that's kind of tragic that these games are now being sold simply because they're beautiful even if they don't shoot well. And, I, and I'm, sad, I'm sad that that's the case. I'm sad that white woods and making sure the white wood shoots buttery smooth before you ever even put art on it, before you ever even reveal the game to the world, you should have a, a buttery smooth white wood game that is just an amazing game to shoot. I don't think we're, I think we've like, gone in a different direction. I, I think it's like, uh, you know, who cares? Like, we'll figure all that out. Just put some nice artwork on it and people will be like, you know, they'll be visually blown away and they'll buy the game. So that's unfortunate. Um, I also think like one of the options this game should come with that would guarantee it's fun is if when you buy it in a box, there's four dudes that stand behind you drinking beers saying, whoa, every time you hit a shot. Because when you were watching this stream, I just couldn't help but laugh. It's like playing pinball for most of us is not like that. It's like they were all crowded around, like cheering like crazy every time like a ball was locked or a mode started. You remove all of that surrounding fanfare and, and will the game be as exciting? But whoa, 
Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. What else? Okay. So my final opinion about this game is, you know, it couldn't come out at a worse time. And what I mean by that is Monster Bash Remake is literally going to be revealed the same month this game is going to start shipping. And I, I, I literally don't think I've seen two themes that are pretty much exactly the same. You've got monsters, you've got castles, um, you've got this spooky theme. The only difference is in Monster Bash, you are physically interacting with all the monsters and you're bashing them and it's there's so much more uh, happening in the toy department than there is in Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, where in Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, most of the interaction with the monsters is all taking place on the LCD screen. And Monster Bash is one of the greatest pinball machines of all time. And so now they're both coming out at the same time. Now I hear people, I can already hear people saying, well, Chris, what are you talking about? Like, Spooky only has to sell 500. They're probably already all spoken for, and that's that. And I think those people are wrong. I don't think they're all spoken for. And when both games are available at the same time, I don't think people are going to buy both. And which game is better is where I think the money will go. And I think it's going to be really tough for this game uh, to be better than Monster Bash Remake. And it's and, and I know the prices are a little bit different, but when you start adding in all the stuff that you can get on your spooky machine, the price starts to get really close together. So we'll see how it goes. And, and, and then throwing another monkey wrench into this is that we all know that Monsters is coming out in October, November, and Monsters looks incredible. So you've got three very spooky themed games coming out all at the same time. I really am curious to see what happens with people's spooky deposits and whether or not everyone is going to stay in on it. Some people are going to want to get out and we've never had an experience where people are locked in with their $1,000 non-refundable deposits. So it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think Chuck would have wanted this game to come out in August against Monster Bash Remake. Uh, I, I just don't think that was the ideal time. Now, look, it's also interesting to me that all these games are coming out in August. Like I said, August is a terrible month to bring any product to market. It, it's the summertime. People have been spending money all summer. They've been traveling. It's not a time when people get tax returns. It's just a really kind of like a dead time of year to launch a product. Like no one else launches Halo products or, or milestone products in August, except, you know, pinball's just a little bit of an odd world kind of device. So we'll see. All right, let's go on. So the Big Lebowski, the Big Lebowski on Pinside now has a private early achiever owner thread. And what that means is all the early achievers now can go talk amongst themselves in a private place where no one else can chime in and, and distract them. And so what this means is I can't see what they're saying and neither can you unless you are in on this. Uh, they do this so that these guys can actually have constructive dialogue without having all the other trolls chiming in every day and just making fun of them. So we'll see what's going to happen. You know how I feel about this whole thing. 
I think the Big Lebowski is as dead as it gets. And these guys will keep giving each other um, hopeful hand jobs trying to get their games. But I don't think they're going to get anything anytime soon. All right. Also, in the Alien threads, which it's funny to me that the Big Lebowski and Alien threads keep popping up to the top of Pinside, and both these games are as dead as they get. Um, alien threads are all the same. This is what everyone is like. It, it's basically the following. Hey, guys, I, I've got my Alien. It breaks every single day, but it's still the best game ever. And when it's working, it's awesome, but it's never really working. I love it. You know, like, that's all it is. It's just going to become a troubleshooting thread forever. All right, let's talk about JJP and Pirates. Um, Pirates is on the production line. There's nothing else to say. We're waiting for the game to come out. And it looks like it will ship very soon. And I look forward to hearing what people think about Pirates of the Caribbean. I would love for someone who gets one early on to come on the show and talk about their experience with the machine. I would love that. So if you are getting a Pirates early on, email me at canadapinball at gmail.com and let's talk. All right, let's see. I want to congratulate Keith Elwin for winning at Pimberg. Now, we don't talk about tournament play. We don't care about tournament play. Uh, but he won, and I think it's awesome that he took the title. It's great to see the guy who's one of the best pinball players in the world is also designing um, what is being heralded as probably the best pinball machine of 2018. So congrats, Keith. And for those of you who don't know, um, Pimberg is the pinball tournament uh, that takes place at Replay FX. Now, if you don't know what Replay FX is, let's ask Captain Obvious Marty. Marty, what is Replay FX? Replay FX is a gaming convention. It's making the thing. All right, a gaming convention. Thanks, Marty. Um, okay, so that happened over the weekend, and it's just awesome to see all those pins, all those arcade games lined up. Everybody has a good time at these shows. And speaking of replay effects and pinball, it was actually one of the first times a lot of people got to hop on Thunderbirds. And I was reading the thread, and I have to say, you know, I talked to Joe, and he gave his assessment of how well-built Thunderbirds is. Uh, but, I, I, man, I, the reviews I got from people, the unbiased reviews of people who have no skin in the game, were not good. Were not good. I mean, when people say a pinball machine is like a dog, they don't mean it like in a, a cuddly dog that's man's best friend. They mean it like a dog, you know, and so I, it just sounds like even though it's the same price point as a Stern Pro, I'm not hearing people say they want one or that it holds up to the fun factor or even the build quality of a Stern Pro. So uh, not looking good, not looking good um, for a game that people have waited five years for. All right. All right. Let's see. We're at like a half hour. We're at like a half hour and look how much pinball stuff we've covered. It's just ridiculous. These podcasts have to go like an hour and a half, two hours to talk about pinball because I don't have someone next to me just repeating everything I say. I just give it all to you straight. Um, in conclusion, because I got to run to a meeting, I want to say that it is a really exciting time to be in pinball. There are lots of games out there for your money. I think sometimes when you go down a list like I did, it's kind of scary to see how many games are available new in box that you can go get. Um, I think people uh, are also realizing that there's so many good used games that they can go get. Um, but it's a great time to be in pinball and in 
August, we are going to see Deadpool. We are going to get Pirates of the Caribbean. It's going to be a good time to hop on machines and see if you like them. In closing, because I know we, you know, we we talk about these games, looking at machines through, you know, Twitch streams and YouTube videos. Ultimately, everybody, everybody knows this. You got to jump on this machine and play it. If you if you play Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle and you love it and you buy it and you enjoy it, that is all that matters. If you like a game with really tight shots, that is all that matters. There is a lid for everybody's trash can, right? There is a game for you out there, and it's it's what makes pinball great, you know different strokes for different folks. We don't have to personally attack each other if we have differences of opinions about pinball machines, all right? For me personally, I think this is a good year to just hold on to your money and wait to see where these games all net out because there are so many machines coming that I I just don't want to go run and buy any of them. And I also have the advantage of living in New York City where I can go play almost everything on location. So I don't feel the need to own these things. Um, But for those of you out there, I I hope you get time on Pirates and Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle pretty soon. And I hope you make sure you want this game before you buy it because there, there is just a lot, a lot to consider with buying pinball nowadays because of how many machines are coming out in 2018. All right, everyone, we're at a half hour mark. See, and we're already done. I love you guys. Keep listening. Hit me up at canadapinball at gmail.com and I'll talk to you real soon.